0: Hello there. My name is Brandon Everett. I'm the lead content developer and mindfulness teacher for Be Mindful. And if you're listening to this on the new Be Mindful podcast, know that the entirety of the class, including the mindful movement and guided mindfulness meditation session is available in the archive. Um, Check out bemindful.com or patreon.com slash be mindful. For more information on how to subscribe and access the full resources that Be Mindful offers. All right. So, the topic that I wanted to uh, discuss tonight, um, before we get into the formal guided mindfulness practice, is the need for discipline. As I was thinking about what I was going to title this talk, it's likely going to wind up being. The unquestionable need for discipline in mindfulness. And I think discipline is one of those words that is pretty cringy uh, in 2021. I think we probably, as individuals, have all experienced negative or adverse experiences related to discipline or just the idea of being disciplined. But when it comes to practicing mindfulness, And when it comes to uh, experiencing positive transformation through the practice, the need to commit to sit, the need to set an intention and then to follow through, even if it's only for, even if the most you can do honestly is to sit for one to two minutes a day, the need to stick with that is unquestionable. And so I want to highlight here um, kind of what we're up against, though. Like, you know, if discipline is so important, like, why? Why do you need to commit to mindfulness? Why can't you just do it once a month, like a massage, you know? So just to kind of share some numbers and some research here, what we're up against is this. So uh, back before smartphones became very popular, back before they were released in 2007, the average human being had an attention span of 12 seconds. That is, you could apply your attention for a span of about 12 seconds before you would be interrupted by a thought or, you know, by some outer experience and then have to guide your attention back to whatever you were doing. Well, with the advent of smartphones, they did this study 10 years later. So in 2017, They found out that the average human attention span is now seven seconds, and that's actually shorter than a goldfish. Goldfish, believe it or not, actually have an attention span measured at eight seconds. So what that means is that if you're ever having a conversation with a goldfish, you will likely forget what you're talking about before the goldfish does. (laughs) All right, so there's this thing where in the last decade, our attention span has been nearly cut in half due to smartphones, due to social media. Now, the other part of this is, okay, well, if our attention is wandering, or if our attention is getting lost, where is it getting lost to? Like, where is it going, you know? Well, when our attention wanders, it tends to wander into thinking all right, it tends to wander to that aspect of ourselves called thinking. And many people have the experience of there being an internal narrator. And that internal narrator uh, seems to have thoughts from moment to moment, planning ahead for this, looking back on that, judging this or that in the moment. And if we just allow the internal narrator that the skipping of those thoughts back and forth to lead our attention, actually what happens is that we begin to feel more and more stressed and anxious. This is because our thinking has a tendency to focus on the negative. We have this thing called the negativity bias. That is that we notice Uh, potential challenging circumstances and will fixate on them more than we will notice positive ones. So if you've ever noticed, like if you're ever like lying in bed at night and you can't fall asleep, it's rarely because you're anticipating how good the next day is going to be. We're usually lying in bed, eyes open, staring at the ceiling, and we might find that we're fretful because we're kind of thinking that there's this thing that's going to happen tomorrow and it's going to be so uncomfortable and it's not going to go the way i want it to and i'm going to have to deal with that you know your attention your thoughts could go the other way where you have a tendency to ruminate but again notice that we rarely ruminate on great or positive experiences in our life we tend to fixate on what felt uncomfortable or awkward and so if we don't engage our attention if we don't train our attention our attention just has this habit, this habit of getting lost in thought. And those thoughts don't tend to be neutral. They tend to be anxiety-inducing, stress-inducing. And so in addition to the natural stress of life, there's the additional stress of thoughts and the content of thinking. So how does mindfulness help with all this? Like, why does mindfulness matter? Well, at its core, mindfulness meditation is a training of attention. Mindfulness meditation is the practice of engaging your attention and drawing it into the present moment. Now, this is kind of the other big step of mindfulness. You know, because we all have smartphones at this and Those smartphones have apps that are all magically bottomless. You can scroll and scroll and scroll. When we practice mindfulness meditation and we're training our attention back into the present moment, we are also training ourselves to be with the simplicity of what is happening from moment to moment. When we begin learning mindfulness meditation, our attention is so used to being lost in thought, Wandering around, jumping from this, you know, anxious or exciting thought to that. That when we guide our attention into the present moment, we might suddenly go, wow, it's so boring here. (laughs) But I want to comment that that's almost for me a kind of happy boredom because I know so many people when they're getting into and they're learning about mindfulness meditation, often feel exhausted, overwhelmed, pulled in a hundred directions. And they would give anything for an oasis of boredom. So mindfulness meditation is this practice of training our attention back into the present moment and simply being with the moment as it is. The reason we need to commit to do this, the reason we do need to apply discipline in doing this from day to day, is that mindfulness is a habit. What your attention does from moment to moment, whether it's with your embodied experience, with your life as it is, or whether your attention is lost in thought, is a matter of habit. Where is your attention used to being? Versus where would, your, where would you like your attention to be? And so for any habit to take root and affect positive change, we need to stick with it. You know, it's one thing to have the goal of, you know, maybe you want to feel more vitality. You want to feel more awake and alive in your body and you resolve to go to the gym. You want to feel fit. You want to feel awake when you're awake, happy that you're embodied. Well. Would it really do to go to the gym just once a month and get on a treadmill for 10 minutes? Would that really bring benefit? Likewise, if um, you know, if you decided that you wanted to this is coming up spontaneously if you really wanted to um, understand how to navigate by the stars, if you really wanted to at night look up and understand what you were looking at, what bodies and, you know, the arrangements of the stars. Would it help if, you know, once a month, you just took a telescope out and stared up into just a a patch of sky? And then other than those few minutes you were doing that, just applied nothing more to it. No study, no reading, no engagement, no repetition. How would you ever feel comfortable? How would you ever become familiar? How would you ever gain the knowledge that you were really looking for, the satisfaction? So I say this because I think discipline is something that we're, just the word makes me cringe if it makes you feel any better. (laughs) Discipline is a cringy word, but without it, we are not going to get this. There's so many positive benefits to mindfulness. They will not come into our experience without showing up routinely and regularly and doing the practice. So may may this talk be motivating, may it inspire you in some way. If you want to develop a new habit, you're welcome to join and subscribe to Be Mindful. We have these twice-weekly classes that we do, in addition to other resources that are available. We'd love to have you in class.